0: Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and
1: welcome to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell, News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM and Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna.
2: Good morning, Andy.
1: So last week, on Good Money Moves, we talked all about strategies for both setting and reaching financial goals. Yes. What are we going to cover this week?
2: Yeah, so this week we're gonna be talking about the new stimulus payments package that was passed and what you can do to make the most out of those funds that you'll be receiving.
1: Or have received.
2: Or have received, yes, yes. Um, But first, before we kind of dive into some of those, you know, a little bit of that tips and advice, I thought it would be good if we just kind of recapped some of the basic details about this specific, you know, government benefit. Because it is a little bit different than the first time around. So on December 27th, uh, the new coronavirus relief package was officially signed, which included that second round of stimulus checks for most Americans, right? Um, So overall, this was a a $900 billion aid package, which included funding for individuals, small businesses again, um, as well as some money um, was indicated in there for purchasing and distribution of the vaccine, um, as well as even some funding for things like education and broadband internet access, um, which I'm gonna take a moment to plug and say that First Alliance actually re- recently had an initiative um, similar to this, where we worked with the IMAA to, per- to create a, a grant um, to help local residents get better access to broadband internet very cool yeah i, so I can't imagine well
1: insane. i i found out earlier this week when there was an outage that yeah without it you're kind of uh sunk yeah <laughs>
2: yeah and and there are a lot of uh families in the in our own community that do still do not have internet right. access they just can't afford it they can't get good solid access and in a, in a time where we are so reliant on it everybody needs to have access well,
1: especially so. the kids the education yeah. factor oh my goodness
2: mm-hmm. yeah so that was uh that was exciting to be a part of that uh that ceremony that we did a couple weeks ago but i just had to plug that because it came to my <laughs> mind so um but but back to this relief package so um You know, going forward today, we're gonna really focus on kind of that individual stimulus checks portion of this bill. Um, So that was $600 direct payment checks for every adult earning up to $750,000 and then dependent children were included in that as well.
1: I think it's 75,000. What did I say? Seven fifty.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, seventy five thousand. <laughs> Thank you for catching that. Yes, okay. seventy five thousand dollars a year. Um <laughs> And then individuals earning between that seventy-five thousand dollar and that eighty-seven thousand dollar mark would get, you know, slightly smaller checks, and then the benefits cut off entirely for anybody earning over that eighty-seven thousand dollar mark. So this, that's which are a little bit different tiers than what they had last time. I think the the tiers went up even higher than that for the, that first round we had.
1: And but like the other time around, if it's a married couple filing jointly, those numbers double.
2: Correct. Correct. Yes, um, yeah. So you, if you are a, a husband and wife, you would be looking at you know twelve hundred dollars coming into your household, and right? The, so and the income cap
1: is one fifty for the household,
2: right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, because I think that's important for, for people to know. Um, you know the other the other really good thing that came out of this bill. Um, was the there was an extension on the rental eviction moratorium, which was originally set to expire at the end of December, meaning that people could start being evicted from from their rentals properties. Um, which it is not a good time to be evicted from your home. I mean, I don't think it ever is, but at least now that has been extended till January 31st, and if you know that could be extended again, we don't know. Um, And then there was also some additional extensions to the additional unemployment benefits that were supposed to expire as well. And those are now been extended through mid-March. So that provides an additional $300 a week in funds for those who qualify for that assistance. So there was just, you know, a couple of things that uh, directly impact people in our own community that I think was important for people to
1: be aware of. The main points. Yes. So a family of four, the average, you know, quote unquote average family, Mm-hmm. But you get, what, 2400 bucks?
2: Yeah, yep.
1: So yes. I know there was some pushing for a lot more than that.
2: Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, there was.
1: But, you know, for a lot of folks, that's going to hopefully maybe carry them over. Or at least, you know,
2: help, yeah, that's I mean, help it's, a lot. Let's hope. It, it's still a boost. And it's still money that you didn't have yesterday. So and um, well, I think, you know, it's important to remember that.
1: I know mine already arrived. When is there sort of some sort of timetable for these things to start showing up?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. So the stimulus checks um, for this round did start being dispersed um, as early as January 4th. So there's definitely a lot of people that have already received theirs or will be very soon. Um, the big difference with this funding package versus last time is that the IRS has a deadline in which to disperse these funds and that is January 15th. So. They only had, what, gave them about two weeks to get all of this money dispersed to the households. Um, so if you do not, uh, if if the IRS doesn't send you a Secular stimulus check by January 15th of this year, then you will have the opportunity to claim it um, on your taxes when you file for your 2020 tax return oh, okay. um, as a refund or deduction. Hopefully, if you are supposed to receive it you will, and it won't even be an issue. But if you were supposed to have received one and didn't, there, this is kind of their how they're rectifying that is through the your tax filings for this year.
1: And in a program this size, there are going to be some people that this is going to happen to.
2: Oh, absolutely, certain. yeah. It, unfortunately, yes. Um, you know, so what is the same? this time around, right? Is that just like the first round they are basing your, what you'll be receiving based on your 2019 tax returns. So, um, and what I mean by that is if you're getting, if you had your tax refund directly deposited, this last time, you can expect that it, you'll get it directly deposited into that same okay. account. Um, same thing if you did it via mail, you can expect to receive that paper check just like last time. And so it's the avenue is the same for disbursement. So if you're wondering where it is and you haven't checked your, if you've got more than one banking account, just double check them all because you might have just forgotten which one you had your tax return deposited into. Okay. Um, you know, and lastly, I would. The, I think this is important too. You know, if you don't file taxes or you receive, you know, benefits from some government agencies like the Social Security Administration or the Veterans Administration, um, with this is a little bit different than last time. So the IRS is actually going to get information from those federal agencies to calculate the amount that your the second stimulus check would be for you. Um, so even. So if the IRS doesn't have a tax return with your name on it and you're receiving other funds from these types of organizations, then they will collect that information from those organizations directly. Okay.
1: So now we have the basics of what is happening down. We're gonna get to the meat of our discussion and talk about what should we do with the money?
2: Yes. Yeah, so... uh, The best use really for your stimulus check is going to really depend upon your situation in this particular moment, right? If you're unfortunately in one of those positions where you're unable to make ends meet, the best thing to do is to ensure that your immediate needs are met, right? So that's the food, utilities, rent or mortgage payments to keep that house and that roof over your head. but i think what it's what's really important for people to think about here is before you and i know 600 dollars isn't going to cover an entire rent payment that's but it it helps right so but if you prioritize rent you know before you do this before you prioritize that rent over food really just consider that there's organizations here locally that are offering a diff additional relief options for you to look into so before you decide exactly what you're going to do with this money just make sure you're you're looking at all your options for how to get the best support that you can so there's um, I, I wanted to just kind of point out a couple local okay um, resources for people because I think it's really important that you have kind of somewhere to start. So there's Olmstead County Community Services, right? So th- this provide can provide low-income households with a one-time um, funds that can help them with rent to help stop evictions or to keep utilities on. Um, so lights, heat, that kind of thing. So you can reach out to Olmstead C- County Community Services. Um, then there's also Three Rivers Community Action. Um, they also can help with rental payments, um, as well as help prevent things like evictions and mortgage foreclosures. Um, They have services to help you with that. Um, You can also look to them to get security deposit assistance. Um, They have programs for helping you pay back rent um, and all kinds of other aid programs. So they're a really good one to turn to if you're struggling to to maintain your housing. Um, And then of course, there's the Salvation Army. While they do, you know, they take in a lot of um, donations from the community, they also have programs that can help you with your rent or your heating bills and things like that, that can provide you money for that if you qualify. Um, then there's also the Saint, the Society of St. Vincent de Paul. So this is a program um that includes aid that can be used for helping you pay your rent, pay your other bills. um, And they often can also help you with clothing or food support as well. Um, You really just kind of reach out to them, let them know what your situation is and they'll they'll do what they can to help. Um, Channel one obviously is a really good one as well for those who are, are struggling to keep food in the kitchen. Um, they currently offer weekly food pickup, it used to be once a month, um, but due to the pandemic and, and people really struggling, they've allowed people to come in on a weekly basis instead to get supplies. Um, and they're also working with the school district to provide, uh, free meal kits to families in the area as well.
1: There's a lot of outreach going on. There is a lot. Yeah. So I imagine check out all these programs see where you might fit in and might get some assistance and then make your decisions accordingly. We're going to take a break and when we get back, maybe we can talk about if you're not in that dire of straits, maybe what you can do with your stimulus money. For sure. When we uh, continue with Good Money Moves right here at News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
0: Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Whether you're a pro on the job site or managing properties. Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money
1: Moves. Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tauble with First Alliance Credit Union. And uh, this week our topic is what are we going to do with the new influx of revenue from the stimulus package approved by Congress. And uh, I guess now we're going to move on to less than basic needs if it's not right down to the rough of your head and food in your tummy. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, yeah, but I, 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 I wanted it's all basic. Yeah, it, I mean, it's all basic, right? So, really, just to kind of recap what we talked about before, you know, it's really best to just see which programs you can take advantage of and then allocate the funds accordingly after that. Um, you know, because this knowing kind of where you stand and what programs you qualify for are really going to kind of point you in the direction of where that money is going to make the most help for you. I mean, maybe you don't need that. That's Totally fine too. There's plenty of people who are not just waiting for that check to to be able to pay their bills. But, you know, you may be able to kind of put off using that stimulus check for paying things like loans, and then you're able to use it for more immediate needs, you know, that maybe can't be. you know, deferred or reduce things like sure. that. So there's there's just a lot of ways to really kind of look at how this is best going to fit into what your needs are based on what you have available, you know, resources for and available to yourself. So at the end of the day, just don't be afraid to spend it, right? To keep your head above water. That's really what's for. It's really just important that that you don't spend it on non necessities necessarily or as a knee jerk reaction to something and that you're just taking time to make sure that you fully reflect on your current financial situation and then make a plan to really maximize the impact that this the $600 can give to you.
1: Yep, always use your resources to the fullest. Yeah. So what are some other things to keep in mind before, before I spend the stimulus money?
2: Yeah, so one, You know, one really important thing to keep in mind is gonna be that the potential for long-term changes to your finances are really high right now, right? So just because you have a job right now, doesn't mean that that's going to continue to be the case in the coming weeks and months, right? So as the economic effects of the pandemic are continuing to unfold, you know, more and more businesses feel that financial strain of things like forced closures or capacity restrictions, you know, I think there's one study that I found that suggested as many as 500 businesses a day are permanently closing due to the effects of the pandemic across the country um, still. yeah. Right? So it, we're not out of the woods, right? So, and it can kind of seem like we're starting on a path to return to some normalcy, right? Um, with the vaccine coming out and kids starting to, they're planning to get them back in the classroom soon, things like that. But the reality is that the impact to the economy is gonna have really far-reaching effects still that some of which may not even have come to fruition in any way, shape or form yet.
1: It may take years to shake this all out.
2: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, So really all of that to say that if you don't truly need the funds for immediate essentials like food and shelter right now, save it, use your stimulus money to be the start of your emergency fund if you don't have one or to add to it if you don't have a very large one. Um, You know, the minimum that's really recommended for emergency fund is $500. So that $600 is an excellent start to that.
1: And keep Um, in mind that won't even pay for a set of tires.
2: Right, (laughs) right. Um, It's certainly not gonna cover your bills for a month if you were to lose your job. No. Um, But, you know, it, it would be even better you know, if you are receiving more than that, $600, you know, from, because you've got dependents and spouses, things like that, that you stash that away for a later day, if if it's not needed immediately, right? Um, you could even, if you are in a really good spot, maybe you have a fully funded emergency fund, you know, consider using that that money to kind of boost your retirement savings or even start a college fund for your kids. Like, Use it to get yourself into a, a better position, no matter where you're at.
1: To make good today. money moves.
2: Yeah, okay. absolutely.
1: And uh, you know, you mentioned we're not out of the woods yet. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there are businesses that are barely hanging on now, and whether or mm-hmm. not, even as business, you know, customers start to come back in, whether or not they have enough savings is still a big question mark.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: So, what kind absolutely. of other tips would you give to people to get the most out of this stimulus money? These six hundred dollar payments.
2: Yeah. So really before spending any of the money that you receive, there's some really good things to keep in mind, right? So, and I sort of alluded to this earlier, but it's really worth repeating. Um, So before you spend this money, create a budget and start looking at your bigger financial picture, right? So determine where these funds are gonna be most useful to keep you financially stable. If you're in a good place already, you know, just be very intentional with how you choose to spend the funds. Don't burn through it online shopping because you're bored being stuck at home, right? I mean, (laughs) you need to make this money last if you can because the future is still uncertain. Um, You know, another big thing I like to say is, you know, try to spend it locally. Right. So instead of going to the big box stores or or something like that, you know, support your community in whatever way that you can. Right. So, or, you know, if you don't feel like cooking, make sure that you order a takeout from a locally owned yeah. business.
1: And this, you're right. The money spent locally will have an impact locally, too. Yes. Because it will keep those employees of that small business working which will have an impact on another business, on another business.
2: Yeah, I mean, spending locally right now, you hear it all the time, but it is so true. It is so important um, to do that and consider where you are making your purchases. Now, obviously not everything can be bought locally, but you know, it. Do a five-minute Google search. I think there's actually a, a web page that I don't know. I don't know who put it out, if it was the city or the chamber or who, but there you can. They have a, a website here in town that allows you to find local businesses um, that you can shop at safely. So it kind of gives you an idea of what they sell. I wish I could remember what that site was called, but Google it. Yeah, Google it. You'll find it. <laughs> it's out there. I promise. <laughs> um, you know, another thing to think about is if you truly don't need this money, like you are truly in a good spot, you don't have to worry, uh, you know, that your income level is gonna change for one reason or another, consider donating it to a local charity, local nonprofit, local organization, who is is supporting those who have been dramatically impacted, right? Um, oh
1: yeah, and they're, plus they you know, getting donations has been made doubly more difficult too because of mm-hmm. the, you can't have the big events.
2: You can't, yeah. I mean, everything's online. Nobody wants to go to online things. So it's a struggle to keep people engaged. Um, You know, nonprofits are really struggling right along with everyone else, if not more. I think I heard a statistic that one third of all nonprofits in the country are expected to close their doors for good due to decreases in donations from the pandemic. So we're gonna see, like I said, not all of this has happened, it's going to happen. There are projections that are showing like some pretty serious effects from all of this. So, like I said, use the $600 or 1200 or 2400, whatever you are getting, make good use of it somehow. Um, You know, and the last thing I would say, you know, don't, don't pull it out and use it as cash, right? So your money is always gonna be safer if it's deposited at a federally insured financial institution like your bank or your credit union. Um, But then there's also, you know, you're earning interest if you are letting it sit there, which is always a good thing. Um, But also just using your electronic means such as your debit card, making automatic payments or using, you know, personal payment systems like Zelle um, to move your money around is, is also a cleaner way to do it and we're talking about a pandemic the less you have to be touching things is always good
1: good point all right so we're talking about the stimulus money that's already arrived in some bank accounts and is going to arrive in many 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 others uh, we're with Jenna Tobel with First Alliance Credit Union. Back in just a moment here on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM with Good Money
0: Moves. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Could there be a better name? Auto value. And Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're back for more
1: good money moves. I'm Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobel with First Alliance Credit Union. The stimulus payments that are arriving daily or have arrived uh, is the topic of discussion. One thing we haven't touched on is debt. Would it be wise to pay off debt using this money?
2: Um. Yes, but also no. Okay. (laughs) So I would. The answer is yes, if you can pay off a debt completely with your stimulus funds. Okay. Right. So this would be a good use for your funds, um, because it would essentially remove an entire payment obligation from your monthly budget, which is always good. Right. It's freeing up whatever that monthly payment was. Um, then on the flip side of that, the answer is also no. And that is if it's going to only make that a small dent in your debt, then it might be better to hang onto those funds and use you know, some of the resources we discussed earlier to really find relief from your monthly payments, right? So we talked about reaching out to local organizations that offer different kinds of support, um, working with your lender directly to do things like defer payments or modify a loan um, could be a good way to help or do some kind of balance transfer. If you're just looking for some more immediate relief, Right, and then there's always the options for reducing your loan payments through things like debt consolidation or refinancing something to a lower rate, which can then lower your monthly payment and your monthly obligation kind of overall. Um, So at the end of the day, paying down debt is of course never a bad idea. It's always good to make progress towards that. Just make sure that your other needs are met first and that you've considered all those other alternatives for managing that debt before you just throw $600 at a $5,000 balance have a plan let's not have a plan make sure again just make sure you're using those funds very wisely okay
1: it's an influx of money we weren't expecting uh it's here and make the most of it where can we go to learn more about this topic or any other topic related to making good money moves especially concerning the stimulus money I'm yeah. gonna guess it's gonna be the First Alliance Credit Union website. Oh, you <laughs> beat
2: me to the punch. <laughs> yes, um, as always, I encourage you to visit firstalliancecu.com. Um, we've got tons of great resources out there. You can subscribe to our blog. You know, we release new financial tips and advice every week um we have got educational resources out there like our guides on topics like budgeting and savings which we mentioned today as well as even debt consolidation if you want to learn more about that we have a, a page entirely dedicated to answering your questions around that topic um you know we've also got a lot of free tools available to our current members like through online and mobile banking you know like our my money tool which is a really great to help you budget and understand where you're spending your money now and then there's my cards um in our online or our mobile banking app that can also help keep you on budget and help you track your spending as well, which are always important things to do.
1: You would have been proud of me. I was bragging up your My Money tool the other day.
2: Oh, I am proud of you. (laughs) Awesome. Um, so, uh, you know, obviously past episodes of this show, uh, you can listen to those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on carocnews.com. Um, you can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on your favorite podcasting service, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn. Um, and then lastly, just reach out to our team at First Alliance Credit Union. You know, we, we know stuff about money and about making good money moves and our advisors wanna help anyone and everyone get pointed in the right financial direction and really make the most of the money that you have.
1: Yeah, and everybody's situation is different. We kind of talked Absolutely. about generalizations during this program, but you might have a, a really unique thing going in your household.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. They'll sit down with you, look at what you've got going on, look at your, where you're struggling, look at where you're doing well, and help you come up with a plan to make the make good money moves.
1: And uh, make a budget.
2: Yeah. That, <laughs> that wonderful work. Get budget. started with that. Right?
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll be back next week and we'll talk more with Jenna Taubel from First Alliance Credit Union about making good money moves. Right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
0: From the News Talk 1340, KROC AM.